Happy Friday, everybody. If you're listening to this, that means that you've made it through the week and it's time to maybe kill some time on your drive to work or while you're at work. But either way, you're listening to the Beard Laws podcast and we're super excited. We had another good episode with me and the boys talking about some crazy news articles and everything else we get into. Greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. If you happen to watch the show live, we appreciate you guys too. You know what else we would appreciate? If you checked out the Beard Laws Patreon, or if you like some merchandise, they would be a great gift, whether it's Christmas, Halloween, New Year's, a birthday, or maybe a just because present. There's so many great things. And again, whatever you are gratefully enough, we'll go with that and spend and buy some of the merch at the Patreon. It goes right back into the show to continue to make this more fun, to make the quality better and make it something that you truly do enjoy. And as always, if there's feedback or you have anything, I always get around. You can email Logan at BeardLaws.com. But all kidding aside, you could email Matt at BeardLaws.com. But I've wasted enough of your time. You're Friday at that. So grab that cup of coffee, get ready and enjoy this episode right about now it's the beard laws podcast episode 142 pretty wild that it's been 142 straight weeks we're going to talk about how you are not going to be able to pee in elevators anymore because apparently it's a thing that is really did it to begin with yeah i guess it's a really big problem and they're gonna they're gonna fix this and I, ha- I have some feelings, and I have some ideas that I'm not sure that these people thought about, but we're going to discuss that. And also, a pig gets pickled. And it's a pretty interesting, pretty wild story that's a little bit unreal. And I know originally you're probably thinking like me, so a pig turned into some kind of pickled bacon, and that's not what we're here to do. We love animals. No animals were hurt in this story because we wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? So episode 142, fellas, how's the week been? Good. We've been uh, we've been having a great week. Heck yeah, man! Weather weather is decent in most places. Some hotter than others. Uh, a little a little hotter yesterday and today, but the day before that, oh my god, it almost tricked me into thinking I like living in North Carolina. Ooh. you guys like women, right? <laughs> yes. You live with them, and yeah. uh, yes. and and that's it's it's fun. It's exciting. It's challenging. It's tough. It's it's crazy. Well, we'll, We'll go with the other th- with the last three that you said. Yep. And as you both know, because you've dealt with this, and this is my second run through. Multiply that times getting pregnant. Holy shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's done it twice. Good. Done good it twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As soon as this, as soon as the second one was born, doctor was like, "You want do you want to snip the umbilical cord?" I said, "Absolutely." And I cut it. And I looked up at the doctor and I went, "Your turn." I went, no, you already cut it. I was like, right here, Doc. Get it done. No more after this. Guys, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been fun. It's exciting. And I, I look, I get it. I get the hormones are going crazy. I get yeah. people working inside you that haven't been before. Working as in like moving around and stuff and shit's changing. It is fucking rough. But it's good. I got a question for both of you because I never, I never had to do this. And I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of wish that I had. Like, I feel like I missed out on something, you know, on that husband duty when when the wife's pregnant. I don't. I've never did been you ever have? Did you have to, well, as like, Brandon, did you ever have to go out and, and get anything, like late night craving stuff? I yes. never got asked to go get anything. And I was like, mm. Luckily, it's not like anything crazy. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the crazy cravings she's had, but it wasn't like a, can you go stop by Arby's and then on your way back, stop by Burger King and then. 
McDonald's has the best ice cream. Can you make sure their machines were? It wasn't like that. But um, it has been like, a, will you go to Starbucks and get me, you know, one of their peanut butter protein shakes or something like that? And then one of their, their cinnamon rolls. But one of the crazy things that she craves is a peanut butter, pickle, and mayonnaise sandwich. I know, dude. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oh, so man. did you? None of those flavors go together. Nope. I maybe would try peanut butter and pickles. Maybe. But you add mayonnaise in there. Oh, no, 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 no. no. I was going to say, did you did you turn that into content yet or no? I'm going it... to this way around. Uh, it'll be good. Ah, oh, that's that is that is wild. So um, Elo's ex would uh, would get marshmallow and banana shakes from the Dairy Queen. Now that sounds delicious. I'll get that yeah. tomorrow. You know? Actually, it does sound good. Let's Josh try. is a first time here, so uh, thanks, Josh. We appreciate Hi, Josh. you popping in, and hopefully, uh, you'll continue to come back, and we won't disappoint you. And if we do, well, that that's on you. One other thing. That I, that I really want to bring to your attention is we have a picker wheel. You're going, what is a picker wheel? A picker wheel is a wheel that we spin every episode, sometimes multiple times, and it's questions that we either submit or they're questions that you submit. It can be anything from worst candy, do you put your phone on vibrate or ring, do you, you know, are your toys vibrates, vibrations or rings, anything you want, you can put on here. It doesn't really matter. And last week we spun the worst Batman movie, and we are going to get into that in a little bit so make sure that uh you in the viewers you in the chat you in the listeners if you listen to this only you uh, come come with your questions and what i'll do is we'll have producer zach star them and put them oh he's not here we'll have logan help with the oh he's not here so you guys are gonna have to have my back here on this one because there is nobody in studio and uh yeah it's uh it's it's gonna be it's gonna be funny either way but yeah we're gonna talk about that but we might as well get into if you guys are ready our first article. And the first one is the uh, the peeing in elevators, which I didn't think was a thing. I, I really didn't know. And I'm assuming when I brought it up, you both looked at me like, that's a thing? So I'm assuming you guys have never peed in an elevator or even crossed I mean, your mind? I have no doubt that it's happened. I mean, there's plenty of drunk people, especially in hotels. So I have no, no doubt that has happened. But I didn't think that it was like such a epidemic that something had to be done about it. I mean... I've never done it, but I've walked into an elevator that smelled like piss. And so I can imagine like it's either a drunk dude or a vagrant or something that's in there. Uh, Awful though. Like if you're on an elevator, you're probably in a public place where a restroom isn't too far away. I don't understand how that could. There's a corner somewhere else where people don't have to like necessarily stand every day. Yeah, and I think it's potentially a thing because, uh, and I'm not sure why, and the, the reason why I'm thinking this is there's probably not cameras on elevators, which obviously, technically, it'd be a little bit tougher with, you know, the moving and the different floors and stuff like that, even though there is wireless technology. But either way, so there was that. But when you see a lot of these kind of crime shows and stuff that happens, you always see the out of the elevator, but you never see what happens in the elevator. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a legality thing for whatever reason, which I don't get because it's not like there's bathrooms in an elevator, even though people are using them as bathrooms. And it's not like it's a room where you're sleeping like a hotel room to not have a camera in it. I, 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 I would love if producer Zach was here to look up why you can't have cameras in elevators. I feel like that would solve the problem. Well, you can. You can have elevator uh, cameras in elevators. Okay. Then how come I mean, like nobody does if it? Anybody, if anybody here watched the Johnny Depp trial, you'd see... That's one of the that's one of the videos that they used. 
Okay, because I there was a lot of times where you know uh, I'm I'm going to use for instance Ray Rice, the football I, player. I, I was going to say, why was his oh. from the outside and not like showing the pummeling on the inside of the elevator? Yes. So there's uh, all right. So Cam says multiple elevators that he's been on at the strip in Vegas had pee in the corner. Ooh. All right. So yes. Okay. Vandalism is the main reason that the oh, so people are breaking them. I could see that people really suck. People so come in, see the camera. Give it a pop. Smash. Yep. Or pee on it and, and then water damage. But uh, so you're in trouble no more. That's the opener on an article from APnews.com. Well done. Uh, Boston Transit Agency to try urine sensors on elevators. Okay. Who here is surprised that it was Boston that has had such a problem that they'd have to feel like they need to do something? We talked about liquor. So, yeah, not at all. I mean, <laughs> uh, what do we got? Irish. Oh. Yes. Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline. The MBTA, which services the Boston and surrounding areas, launching a pilot program this summer in which urine detection sensors are going to be placed in four downtown elevators. The sensors alert transit ambassadors. Ooh, how would you like to be a transit ambassador of the urine sensors? Now that is a job description. (laughs) Please tell me it's like it's it's probably like 50,000 a year. Yeah, right here. This guy. Wicked piss. uh... (laughs) uh what do we got here so yes so once the alert comes in then they will dispatch a cleaning crew Hmm. so i don't want that job though no yeah the jobs yeah Yeah, i lost entrance in in there the sensors are on the ceiling of an elevator have an attached fan which allows them to suck in air and basically smell what is present oh Uh. that that's got to open up a couple uh, I mean, my my thing goes instantly fart and then pooping. So 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 peeing on an elevator is a, a thing. Now people are going to challenge these sensors, and I feel like they're going to start shitting in an elevator. Does it detect fecal matter? It does not say. Yeah, you know I don't. I'm with Daniel I, here. I don't know why this reminds me of a friend of mine, but it does from college. God, I can't believe this kid in college who graduated and got a master's degree, but he said to me that there's something that, that will stick with me for the rest of my life. And I'll never forget it. He says, if I've been in your bathroom, I peed in your sink. And I thought to myself, Oh my God, he's been in my bathroom. Yikes. So what I'm getting at is there are people out there. Maybe it's just your thing to piss in elevators. Not because it's a necessity. It's like, I'm going to piss in this elevator. Huh? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, well, either way, the rest of the article really sucks, and they explain how, you know, public urination is uh, unsanitary and can damage elevators. Like, it's common sense. But you mentioned oh, yeah. pissing in a sink. And this is this is not to call you guys out. Have you guys ever pissed in a sink? Yeah, absolutely, because my wife won't get out of the toilet, and the kid's taking a shower. I'm like, I'm either you're either spreading your legs, and I'm going right through the middle, or I'm pissing in the sink. And she's like, I am not going to spread. And I'm like, all right, zzz. She's like, Spread do not pee in the... So here's my question. Do you direct it towards the side of the bowl so it's so it swirls around, or do you splatter against the back? Oh, I shoot right for the hole, man. <laughs> I jump. I, I stand on. I stand directly on. So this is what I do. I unscrew the, the little center plunger because ours can screw out. Unscrew it, pop it out, and I stand directly above the sink, and I pee straight into that hole. Okay, okay, okay. So, so do you does does the penis at any point go in the hole or you're? No, I'm standing on the counter, dude. How long, dude? 
<laughs> You're standing on the counter of your sink? Oh, yeah. I forgot. And we have two sinks. You think I'm doing it in mine? No. She's being selfish? Bam, right into hers. So have I done it? And I think yes. It's been in a public place at a bar where the toilet was, you know, used and it was gross. And oh. um, somebody said they did it in the stadium. Could definitely get that. Ball in the edge of the counter, aim for the hole. <laughs> Joseph's a sink pisser. Uh, yeah. So um, the one thing I would about like is... a two-step step stool to get that high. The squatty potty, guys. I'm only five foot six. Yeah, you gotta. I mean, I I, I worry about the splatter against the back of the or against I mean, the sink at all. So if, if, you, if you were to do it to the side, you know, it's just the water or the urine is going to. You know, swirl around. I mean, that that initial hit. I mean, unless you get it at exactly the right angle, you're still going to get a little bit of splatter, regardless. Yeah, but I think yeah, you're right. But I mean, the argument is: are we going for zero, or, or are we trying to mitigate? You know, down. What if well, do you run the water? Zero. That's why. I, that's why I take that center out and I pee straight into the hole. Do you do you run the water while you're peeing? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I, yeah, I've never done it. So, but I would usually probably fill a cup. I would say, and then wash it down afterwards, so there's no piss on the sink. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, like while you're pissing, you know, turn the sink on. You know, let the water run a little bit. And I will. I will say this in the toilet. Sometimes, like I try to time it so that I can flush the toilet and and have it like finish peeing right as it like goes all the way in. It's a race. Yeah, yep. it's a race. Yep. So um, back in, in elementary school, we used to lean back against the wall and see how how far we could pee into the arcet. And, you know, I figured at a young age, if you could just squeeze the tip just enough, you can get it to go further. But there's a very fine balance between squeezing too tight and going back inside you and <laughs> going further. You know, like you don't want to, like, cut off the hose, so to speak, when you're, you know, oh, outside yeah. with the water. Get that pressure, and then it stops. One of so one of my go favorite. right underneath your nuts with your thumb, and you just kind of curl it up oh. towards the base of the nuts. Oh yeah, it'll. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You said as a child, you act like you don't still try that if you're in a public place to see how far you can go. Because I mean, the older you get, the the stream kind of declines a little bit. I can't nearly get the arc in the distance anymore. At my old house, I used to have tape lines where I would attempt, like I'd go, I'd pee, and I would walk backwards as I'm going. Until the until you you're done with like mid, so you know it's gonna start getting shorter again, and then you walk back up to the bowl. But I'm like I'll mark it. I'll be like, all right, that's where I was. I'll step up. I'll go back and I'll. I had a little roll of tape in there. I had tape lines all the way back to the door. I was impressed with myself. Wow, we that's... used to. Buddy of mine used to have a, a a basement where there was a you know a drain. We used to piss in the drain. That's a little different, I think. He's like, yeah, let's go piss in the drain. All right. I mean, that's yeah. just going to run right out anyways into the it's ground. Like in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my favorite things is uh, my memories. The first thing that I think of, the first story that I come, uh, that pops into my mind for peeing in a sink is we were at a, uh, a tragically hip concert in a, in a very bad venue. All right. This obviously tragically hip. I don't know. You guys, have you heard of the tragically hip? Yes. Okay, there are, I, I figured you probably did being there. Maybe you didn't, uh, but it's a big Canadian band. Uh, the lead singer passed away, had uh, brain cancer, stuff like that. Regardless, either way, but they came. They're they're a pretty big band. They were they were very well known. They came to a pretty small venue. A lot of people there. They were not built for this. All right, 
the wait for the beer line and the wait for the bathroom was a very long wait. I mean, by the time you went and got a beer, and then you might then you, what you had to do is then go to the bathroom line, wait for that, and then by the time you got in there, there was only like a couple of toilets. So we're sitting there, and my buddy's like, and he was drunk. All right. And he's just, he, he's, he's a little different when he's drunk. We'll get into that some other time. But he was just like, sinks open, cuts in front of everybody because the sink was open, turns on the water and starts pissing. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's disgusting. What are you doing? And he's like, it's pretty much just beer and water at this point. I don't know why you're so grossed out. So he set a trend. So now, say there was three toilets, now there was four toilets. So there was then a line behind the sink. And all of them. But he was the first person out of thousands and thousands of people at this concert. And it wasn't like it was a nice bathroom and a nice sink. That was pissing there. There's people pissing on the sides of the building. Maybe we had the courtesy at least using it in the bathroom. Reminds me of that. Uh, maybe Toby, you remember this. Maybe Matt will. That monkey experiment that they did that, that you've heard about probably many times. They have a room of three or five monkeys. They have a banana on a stand. The monkeys touch the banana. They get shocked. They take one of the monkeys out or they add another monkey. The other monkeys have been shocked. Don't touch it. The monkey who has it touches it and gets shocked. After a while, they stop shocking them and they start self-policing these new monkeys that come in to try to touch the banana. They beat the shit out of the banana. Wow. Oh, I thought you Toby was telling me I was muted. They start beating yeah. the shit out of the monkeys. And so to your point, I think this gentleman has started a trend where it all takes is one. One yep. quick funny, funny thing I... Uh, Somewhat related story is a buddy of mine used to have, uh, and I used to do. We try to one up each other. You know the the penis vagina game. You say so you can say the word louder in public. Penis, you know? right? Penis. He used to be like, "Hey, I'm going to go into this urinal, and I'm going to pull my pants down to my ankles like a five year old, and I'm going to go to the bathroom and freak everybody out." And I swear to God, did he do it? And this dude was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, man?" <laughs> it was great. I'm pretty sure. Shout out, Squeaks Beard. He rocked the yet. ankle piss like he rocked the shorts down to his ankles for like I guess I guess what would be the inappropriate age to have that stop? Five, yeah. He went past five. I can tell you that. Yeah, but Wait, uh, you seen you seen Letter Kenny? Yes, you got the one guy that oh, every time. <laughs> uh, what this way? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, begins with an M. No, no, no. It wasn't him. It was. Oh, the, I thought he. Oh no, he drunk. didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was um what's this anyways, but yeah, great show. Uh Joseph is playing the game back with you. I think he yelled it, you win. You win. But uh sorry to the women. All mm-hmm. right. I I understand this is information that you really don't need, but hey, this is this is some information that the rest of the fellas in here and you know really wanted to uh to probably not even need, but we talked about monkeys doing an experiment. I have one Ladies. last question. It's been a while since I've been to any kind of stadium. Okay, same. Um, I haven't been since COVID, obviously. Yep. Do they still have trough urinals at the stadiums in the men's room? A lot of places that I've been to still do, yes. And Nebraska they do, yeah. Okay. Yep. Talk about an interesting thing as a child having to go up almost pretty much chin level and have to piss in a trough with a whole bunch of dicks around head level. And... I've, seen, I've seen so many drunk guys walk in, stumble in there, and start washing their hands in there. And I'm like midstream going. Huh. Okay. Because they have the, the sinks in the middle with the push-down pedal, right? Yeah. 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 What, a weird, what a weird time plumbing was back in the day. But I'll never forget 
a buddy of mine, we were at a uh, Buffalo Bills game. And uh, even if you're not a sports fan, you've probably seen the Bills Mafia. Just a bunch of wild, wild people smashing themselves through tables, covering themselves in ketchup oh, and mustard. Which there's a mustard fans. shortage, so that dude better bulk up on his mustard for the football season. And so my buddy was sitting there. He's a big dude. He's like 6'4". I'm going to be generous and say 280. He's probably pushing 340 at that time. You know what I mean? Middle of winter. You know, he, he's bundled up. It gets cold in Buffalo. A lot of wind. And accident. And he's a super nice dude, all right? Accidentally, like, goes to sit down or something, hits a guy's hand. He's like, hey, I'm sorry, dude. And he's just like, the guy's hammered, the other guy. So the guy follows him to the bathroom. And at this point, it's snowing. It's wet. So there's a good inch or so of water, piss, whatever else is in there, right? The guy follows him. So drunk, swings at my buddy misses and he's like whoa 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 while he's pissing he's like come on man i'm peeing da, 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 da. And he's just the guy comes up again goes to get there my buddy never fights anybody and was just like drops him right in this collaboration and they had troughs at the time and was just like looks over what do i do and everybody's like i'll leave him he'll figure it out oh man so ladies uh thanks for coming to our piss talk yes piss talk by Brandon, Matt, and Toby. It's okay. It's okay. We're, uh, yes, yes, they were the first to get there. Okay, Florida. Florida doing big things every once in a while. First to get a urinal. And uh, so speaking of, uh, you know, pickled. You know, that guy was pickled in Buffalo. We talked about monkeys. So let's segue to the pig gets pickled story. So just based on pig getting pickled, what's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind? Pickled eggs. Pickled eggs. Pig's feet. Pickled pig. Okay. Thankfully, it is neither of that because, like I said, we love our animals. And uh, being a guy that owns pigs, I, I could I don't have the heart to come on here and talk about anything bad about a story. This is a funny story about a pig. This pig, know what he does? He got drunk and then picked a fight with a cow. Oh, is this the one in Australia? Is this the one that I sent you? This I know it's one. old. This is from 2013. But, dude, this article is wild. It is. So there's a feral pig. There was an Australian campsite, went and uh, decided that, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna dabble in this beer. Maybe it's the first time. I don't know about this feral pig. But either way, not only did he drink one beer, not only did this pig drink one six-pack, this pig downed 18 beers. Uncle, Fu- Uncle Billy? <laughs> <laughs> so in this article by theworld.org, the pig then went on a drunken bender after getting into supplies of a group of campers at the DeGray River east of Port Hedland, Australia, which doesn't mean anything to me. But if there's anybody from Australia, feel free to let me know if you've ever potentially been to Port Hedland and if I said it wrong. But 18 cans of beer. So in what might seem unusual, uh, you know, like for human behavior, it then uh, rummaged through the campsite for snacks. All right. So got drunk, wanted a little food. Was looking for all logical. Sounds like stuff that probably all of us in this in this chat and you know our viewers have done. But then it decided to pick a fight with a cow, which that's a that's a ballsy move. I mean, you, so talk about, you talk about a feral pig, though. I mean, it's there for anybody that's unaware. Uh, a feral pig is is one of the fastest land animals on earth. I'll chase you up a tree. Yeah. How much, Don't mess around, man. <laughs> how much do you think the average feral pig would weigh, roughly? Between, between three and 600 pounds. I was going to say three and five, so yeah. 
Okay. All right. So the pig uh, look for some snacks. And then uh, one of the campers, Mareda or Mareda, whatever, said it was the middle of the night. And it was these people camping opposite of us. And they uh, kind of started hearing this crunching noise. And there was a crunching of a can. So they got their torch out and uh, shined it over there. They, they're using Australian words or something. I don't know. And, torch, uh, flashlight. Yeah, yeah, I get the torch. But then there was a weird word, so I skipped it, made up my own. They shined it on the pig. And then there was uh, the scrunching of the way of the can. The, the, it was obviously eating it. So then he went and raided the rubbish. We already talked about that. I don't know why they're repeating themselves. But uh, then other people that were camping, they, they must have got together to tell the story. They went to the river and saw him running around a vehicle and then was actually being chased by the cow at this point. But the boozy pig didn't stop there. It was going around and around, and then it went into the river, swam across the middle of the river. <laughs> so drank beer, got some snacks, tried to fight a cow, and then decided to go for a swim. If anybody doesn't have a buddy that has done the exact same thing, then I don't know if you're even living life. you got to find some new friends. Sounds like my high school days. And then... Um, it was last seen sleeping the hangover off under a tree. So <clears throat> funny, uh, funny thing. The wife and I, we've got a, our air conditioning guy is coming over yep. and he has a pig, um, okay. about a 400 pound pot belly pig. Like his is like five years old, uh, six years old, I think. And we were telling him, I was like, who do you get to come and and uh, grind your pig's hooves because ours ours won't let you touch them. Like, they'll let me clip the back parts of their hooves, which are the little spiky ends, but not the, the front hooves. And he goes, oh, just, he goes, give him, give him a bottle of wine. I said, what? He goes, give it a bottle of wine. He goes, I mine's 400 pounds, so I give it two. He goes, but your pigs, he goes, give them each a bottle of wine. He goes, one, if you give them red wine, it's actually not bad for them even at that quantity uh, huh. two, it's going to essentially make them drunk because they're going to drink it really fast. They're going to get really lethargic and they're just going to, and they're going to flop over and they'll all day long. You can, I was like, get out of here. So of course I do plenty of research. And I'm like, I'm not just going to listen to my AC guy. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I should have. Cause he was 100% right. You can give like dark beer is really good for pigs. Red wine is good for pigs. Um, obviously in the right quantities, but literally I've seen videos of a guy gave his pig, like, I think he had a 400 pound sow. It gave it eight beers and it finally laid down and they grinded it. I like watched them grind the nails. The other one was like a whole bottle of Merlot. It's like, here you go. And they just throw some bread in there. They'll sop it up with bread and they'll eat all the bread and they get drunk, pass out. <laughs> I'm like, we're doing this. Interesting. I would have never, and that'll would probably never... be a YouTube video. <laughs> awesome. I can't post that on TikTok. There's too many sensitive people on there. Jesus. Yeah, that, that would be that would be probably for the worst. But yeah, who, who would have thought we went from peeing in sinks to getting pigs drunk? That's like my honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine though watching this this whole pig drunkenness? And, and, and it's just long enough. What are we on? Uh, almost what nine years? Where everybody wasn't, you know, glued to their phones, putting it all over social media. Yeah, you know, so. I, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I might, I might be living it here soon. Who knows? Cap, um, honest, Scott. That'll be interesting. 
that'll be that'll be an interesting time. So, um, but yeah, I, I I got nothing else about drunk pigs. I don't. Yeah, we. I'd love to see the video too. While we do that, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to all of the amazing people in the green chat, and I'm gonna try super hard to remember. We have Nita, Auto Metal Queen, CT Anderson, Toby, Zach. Um, I'm gonna say Bomber. But that, yep, Bomber five two one, Kush Kelly. And I'm probably missing one. We're gonna and then we're gonna throw in a wild card of one that I forgot, and I, I do apologize. But either way, the people in the green, you guys are members, and I promised you in the membership that every single time we have a show, you get a shout out. And I did it. I did it right before. And um, we're gonna get into something that's probably probably gonna get a little heated because it's something that uh, that we're all here. We all like movies, some more than others. These two, mostly more than me. We're going to talk about Batman. And I feel like anytime we talk about, you know, comic style, uh, you know, stuff, thankfully it's not Spider-Man at this point, but this was spun on the, on the, uh, on, on the picker wheel. So if you guys have any questions for the picker wheel, I did see a couple of come in and I, I did add them. And for anybody that wants to know, this is what the picker wheel looks like. And this is something that we spend every episode, sometimes a couple of times. And um, we will spin it again. If you have any questions, we will put them on there. But uh, Brandon, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you lead off with the uh, the worst Batman movie in your opinion. Whenever you're ready, I'm gonna anger Toby right now by saying that I have not seen any of the movies after the Arnold Schwarzenegger version. What? Yeah, there I. Is- I- I don't get into uh, comic book movies anyway, and I only liked the old ones because they were campy. Um, the Arnold Schwarzenegger version was the worst version, but I liked it still. I watched it in a dollar theater. It was the carpet was sticky with butter and urine, probably. Wasn't uh, that uh, wasn't that Batman and Robin? That was Batman and Robin, right? I think you're right. Yes, on the name. Yeah, yeah. I lo- everybody hated Batman Nipple Forever. Suits. Yes. Everybody hated Batman Forever. I fucking love Batman Forever. And I yeah. love Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer is great. And I didn't realize that what had happened to him with his voice and stuff. And that, like, I, I seriously, like, almost came to tears when I saw that. Have you seen his, uh, not to get off track, but have you seen his documentary? I've not seen the documentary, no. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. You got to watch it. I'll have to check it out. I did a, um, I did a birthday party here in town, small town at the, the theater here. Um, the, Donna Reed Theater. Donna Reed is the woman who was in It's a Wonderful Life. She was the woman across from Jimmy Stewart. She's from this town I live in. And we sat, we watched Tombstone. And it was just glorious watching Val Kilmer and how great he is. And oh, just yeah. travesty that he didn't win the Oscar that year for Best a- a Supporting Actor. But uh, anyway, uh, no. Uh, I, so I would say I, I love all the old ones. Um, the first two were great. The first one specifically. But I loved Batman Forever. I thought that was a great one. But Batman and Robin was a terrible one. Have you seen the Batman movie with Adam West and the shark I, repellent? I have seen it on TV, but I didn't watch the whole thing when I was younger. Yeah, it, of course, it came out you know way before I was born. But, but yeah, I uh, I uh, absolutely even though even though he hasn't seen anything after Batman and Robin, uh, he's still got the. In my opinion, he still got the worst one right. It's Batman and Robin is the worst Batman movie I think that's ever been made. I agree with you, hundred percent. And I don't know, I don't know if I would blame it all on Arnold. I don't think he did a, you know. No, I blame it on I blame it on the script writing 
Yeah. I mean, I understand it was still designed to be campy. It's supposed to be a hearkening back to uh, same thing with the Val Kilmer uh, Batman movie. Both of those movies were supposed to kind of harken back to um, the original Batman series with Adam West and have that campy kind of like 60s feel to it. Um, but at least in Val Kilmer's Batman, the writing wasn't horrible. But Batman and Robin overall was just atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, one I didn't like was Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman? Yeah. I well, like I, I, th- I think we know how I feel about that because, in my, in my opinion, this, this gets all sorts of people in an uproar. Uh, I believe Ben Affleck is, has portrayed um, that character better than anybody. He's my favorite. He's my favorite one. Yeah, and I don't. And somebody, think- somebody was like, "What?" I saw something today where it shows all of them, right? Like, except for they didn't show Adam West, which did upset me because you got to include Adam West. But it showed all of them from Michael Keaton all the way through Robert Pattinson, and it was like, "Who's the most iconic?" I was like, "Iconic isn't the best. Iconic means who's the most memorable." When you think Batman, who do you think of? Now that is going to be generational based because there's. People in my generation are either thinking Adam West or, but that's like early my, like my part of the generation, like that first half of Gen X and the second half of Gen X is usually thinking Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. So it depends upon iconic doesn't mean the, the best version. Agree. So. No, I, I agree with that, but yeah, I, and it wasn't anything with with Ben Affleck. I just, I just thought it was stupid. I think was it the Dawn Dawn of Justice? It probably would have been better off just being like a soap commercial than a movie. Oh yeah. I, don't well, know. I think just... I think we all know that the uh, what was it the the Justice League? Yep. The Justice League was was a pretty bad movie. However, the Zack Snyder cut was really good. It did it did it did bring. It did bring a lot of justice to that horrible movie. True. Very true. What about uh, Batman the Killing Joke? Uh, I have the comic, but I i mean, I haven't seen like, is there, isn't there like an animated movie for that? I believe so. I hadn't seen it. I, I, I wrote it down as a note to see if any of you guys have. I mean, it's self-admitting that there's a decent amount of Batman movies. I haven't seen nearly all of them. So the I've, I've never watched any of batman's animated stuff same same what would you uh that, let, let's segue i guess we we know the worst one what would oh, you guys oh, 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 oh. oh i haven't seen any of the batman animated stuff no okay now you're gonna get you got mad at me for the movies rightfully so i've heard great things about the dark knight and everything else but you gotta watch the animated series from the 90s dude it is like it's everything that the movies in the 90s and in the late 80s weren't Right. It is almost impossible to get me to sit down and watch an animated anything. <sighs> I don't know. It, it, no, I'm serious. Like, I, I'd do my best to try. But if it's not, like, short, like, short, short, like, um, what is it, Love and Robots short? Like that skirt back there? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um. But uh, if it's not if it's not like a short like five to f- mo- max of fifteen minutes, can't watch it, man. Like I'm just I'm like, like Ugh. I, I, I'm like that with a lot of movies now. Like it really has to captivate me and catch me because 
And I think that's we've been changed. We've been altered with YouTube and with TikTok and with all these. I can watch 10-minute videos and 8-minute videos on YouTube if I want to watch something longer. And if I want to watch something shorter, I can just scroll on TikTok for an hour and watch 100 different things. Now, but, I will say I will say that I've, I've watched a lot of clips um, on uh, the animated series Joker, Mark Hamill's Joker. And my favorite portrayal of Joker is Mark Hamill's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Mark Hamill's Joker is great. He does. And he's a great voice actor. Yep. And yeah, I can't argue that. Yeah. So. So I, it's safe to say that you weren't a fan or didn't watch the Lego Batman movie. I did not. I loved did it. You? I thought it was I a- did. I did watch the Lego Batman movie. I thought okay. it was great. I oh, thought yeah. it was going to be so stupid. All the Lego, I've seen all the Lego movies, and I, I'm i sorry. I, I love them. But I don't I've heard it was so, awesome. That's not cartoon animation, so no, no, I, I don't have you. a problem with that. Okay. But I, I will say this. I walked into it thinking this is going to be the dumbest fucking hour and a half I've ever spent in my life and walked away thinking, man, this is that was pretty good. I laughed. Great great humor made fun of itself, you know? So. Oh, yeah. The, oh, I, I, the, what's the – I can't remember. What's his name? Will Arnett plays yeah. plays the Batman? Uh, he's he's a great he's a great like he's in there like, and Michael like Spears is in it, there. It makes fun of itself. Like he plays a great version of a Batman that that knows how ludicrous he is. I've heard great things about it, and I just haven't seen it, and that's why I just threw it out there to see if you guys actually saw it or not. But um, pretty good, check yep. it out. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's hard for me. I'm not a movie guy, uh, and I don't know. And even before the social media stuff, like I just. I have a terrible time sitting there watching a movie. I don't know what it is. I've seen some movies like that hook me and maybe relate. I don't know. I'm just not a movie guy. It's weird. I get it. Favorite Batman movie? Who wants to go first? Ooh, that's a tough favorite. One. Or you could say favorites. I, I, this doesn't have in, to be the in one. In all honesty, I'm going to have to say that my favorite Batman movie is um, is the original Batman with Michael Keaton as Batman. I would say. Most likely my favorite. I would say he's right, but I've got this nostalgia towards Batman forever. But yes, he's right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I have a hard time arguing that as well. Um, one that I that I thought was pretty good that I did see. Again, I, I'm not a guy that's seen every Batman movie. Um, I think it which one was it? The Dark Knight? Dark Knight would Dark Knight would be a close runner up for him. Yep. I, I really did Absolutely. enjoy that one. Like I said, not a huge Batman guy, but I don't despise him. But it was I thought the Dark Knight was really well done. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, someone someone all right, there we go. That was fun. That was fun. What do you guys think? You uh you, you want to spin something else on the picker wheel? Let's do, Let's it. do it. I can only talk about Batman so much. I don't know. It's a Superman said. Well played. What's it going to be? What is your favorite dinosaur? Uh, Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus? My, wow. When I was younger, I used to comb my hair, slick it back, and into a ducktail. And kids call me Stego. Woo-hoo. They call me Stego because I look like a Stegosaurus. So I don't know. I've always liked the Stegosaurus. Okay. I mean, I'm. I, I'm I'm your, I'm your typical T Rex guy, man. I just love I love the T Rex. I think Velociraptors are awesome too. Velociraptor. Yeah. My wife's over here chiming in. <coughs> it's gotta be it's gotta be T Rex. If I'm going with meat eater, I'm going with T Rex. If I'm going with if I'm 
<clears throat> if I'm going with, as they say in Jurassic Park, Vegisaurus, I am going most likely with a uh, with the Stegosaurus. Okay, so we got you know no, two Triceratops, definitely Triceratops. I was gonna say mine would probably be a Triceratops. Like they are built to like who who could really take down a Triceratops? There's a limited number of other dinosaurs or other animals or anything that could. Yeah, that's what I mean. But limited. Like even a T Rex could potentially get pretty messed up. So do you think Triceratops like kind of w- w- roamed together? Like they got the horns. They kind of remind me of you know maybe. I think they did. I think they roamed around in in packs or herds. Yeah. I think the majority of of the of the omnivore dinosaurs probably roamed in herds. Yep. Man, what a time to be alive. It's a Leopleurodon, Charlie. What about an Allosaurus? The Allosaurus. Isn't it? They kind of are like It's similar to T-Rex, but it's a little bit... I mean, it's more nimble. The the main advantage that everybody... That most of these larger dinosaurs have on T-Rex is their arms. T-Rex has just got these tiny little arms. Yep. It's true. I mean, the Allosaurus looks like little arms, a little bit bigger. I'm, I'm assuming they're a little bit smaller, but uh, they were in the late Jurassic, you know, uh, era. But it means uh, Allosaurus means different lizard, which uh, al- uh, alludes to its unique concave vertebrae. This is this is an educational show apparently as well too. A Leopleurodon. I don't know what that. Leopleurodon. What, what what's that? Leopleurodon. Like? It a Leopleurodon actually is a uh, is a waterborne dinosaur. Ooh, it's like a shark crocodile looking like thing. Yeah. And if you've <laughs> never seen Charlie the Unicorn, you, you should watch it. It's a magical Leopleurodon, Charlie. It'll take show us the way to Candy Mountain. I was gonna say pterodactyls would be pretty wild too. Pretty wild. But um, well, yeah, let's go with this. Do we believe that dinosaurs had like fur and feathers or do we believe that they were just like like lizards? I have to imagine some of them would have fur and feathers, right? I mean, we, it's a pretty big world with a lot of different climates. I feel like they I, all couldn't just be skin, right? I think raptors did at least. I could definitely see that. Oh, the Dillo, whatever. That sounds like an ice cream. Have you ever seen those? Those had to, right? With the things that come out. Is that oh, the, uh, the, ones the Dilophosaurus. Yeah. Dilophosaurus. They, they probably had some kind of feathers or some shit, right? Well, did I you guys imagine. know an Irish elk was a dinosaur? No. That's what it, that's what it shows. There, I, I just Googled dinosaurs, and there's one that's an Irish elk. I mean, it looks like the skeleton of an elk, and it's Irish, and I don't yeah, I mean, uh, what were the what were the big um, elephant style ones with the long mas- mastodons? Mastodons? They had. Are you hair talking hair about? Hair? Are you talking about? Are you? Are you talking about the elephants? Like, like woolly the, mammoths and mastodons? Yeah, they're different. Yeah, they're different. Yeah, ignore not them. dinosaurs. Producer Zach, could you um, could you discard my last comment so I don't sound so dumb, please? Oh, you're not here. Thanks, producer Jace. You got me. You're doing great over there, Zach. You're doing a great job. I have a huge watch list going already, so I got a huge watch list. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, Brandon, what do you think? Do you think that they were all just lizard type, or I mean, there has to be some that had fur, right? I would imagine so. I mean, I don't know. The science changes, right? What we find and what we know changes. So I guess I don't know. I, I, I still like there's there's a part there's the child in me that wants it to be Jurassic Park. If I find out that the fucking T Rex is out here quacking, it's just not going to do the same for me, fam. Well, if I remember correctly, T Rex isn't even from the Jurassic period. Yes. You fucking nerd. I don't know. <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> fucking nerd. So the first thing I Googled when it came up is it did any dinosaurs have fur? According to Google, which had 8.8 million results in under 0.48 seconds, all dinosaurs were covered with feathers or had the potential to grow feathers, a study suggests. Could you imagine getting a T-Rex feather, dude? I want to go back wow. in time and grab one of them bad boys. Bet I'll be able to fly off the roof with that with Woo! Just imagine how, oh man, that'd be wild. Apparently it was a discovery of a 150 million year old fossil in Siberia indicates that feathers were much more widespread among dinosaurs than previously thought. So were humans alive during this period or was that way afterwards? I believe way after. Because I'm just imagining you got kids out there, right? You're, you're, you're traveling in, we're out of the caves, you're traveling in packs. Also, a fucking pterodactyl swoops down and just picks up your kid. And you're fucking. I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe humans and dinosaurs existed at any point in time. I could be wrong on that. I mean, I, I know Matt's already got his Google up. If not, I got it. According well, to this I was. Website, I was wondering if any dinosaurs technically lived. According to this website, uh, the Earth is sixty-five hundred years no. old. Toby no, was right. after after the dinosaurs died out, nearly sixty-five million years passed before people appeared on Earth. That's a long time. However, there were small mammals um, that were alive at the time of the dinosaurs. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because my, my brain instantly went before that was, uh, did any dinosaur survive? But they, according to crocodile. Google. You got crocodiles. And what was it? The horseshoe crab they've traced. It's like has not changed in like 100 million years. That's wild. Apparently birds, they, Google said birds are the only dinosaurs to survive the mass extinction event 65 million years ago. Frogs and salamanders. So these uh, seemingly delicate amphibians survived the extinction that wiped out larger animals. Lizards um, are just. I, I believe the megalodon still exists in the Mariana Trench somewhere. Ooh. Could you imagine seeing that thing? Have you guys seen the movie Meg? No. Mm -mm. Haven't. Have you? I'm guessing yes. Yeah, I hate the ocean already, and that solidified it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that. Oh, ah, man, it's a crazy thought to think about. We talked about Star Trek last year or last week. That as much as we don't know about space, we don't know about the ocean. Mm. It's true. What they say they say only like twenty percent of the Earth technically has been dis discovered because the ocean covers so much, and the Mariana Trench is almost. It's impossible to get all the way to the bottom. To, to I can only imagine what is in the Mariana Trench. Like that scares me just thinking about it because I know that there's something living down there. Has to be. Grim says they're making a Meg too. <laughs> I'll watch it, but it'll keep me out of the ocean for yet another two years. <laughs> I won't watch anything that has to do with the ocean, but understand. It'll keep me out of the water for years after watching it. I don't, I don't trust live, what I can't see. 
that's true. And I don't live anywhere near an ocean, so it's not a big problem or a big deal for me. So I'm I'm okay with 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 whatever's in there. But yeah, I'm I'm the same with you. I'm super intrigued by the ocean. Love Shark Week. Big fan of Shark Week. Doesn't mean I'm going to go in there and swim in the ocean. And one thing that really freaks me out is swimming with the dolphins. Not a uh-uh. fan of that. No, dude, dolphins are rapey, bro. Very. The only other the only other animals on Earth that procreate for for fun and pleasure. Yeah. And they have been known to rape humans. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, you, you, God, all my nerds coming animals. out today. We are nerding up pretty hard from dinosaurs to see things. Why don't we spin the sp- the picker wheel and let's see if we can nerd up yeah. even harder. And again, if anybody wants any questions on the picker wheel, feel free to let us know. Producer Zach will not add them in. I will. 5%? Jesus. Yes. 5% of the oceans have been discovered. That is wild. Well, seeing as 80% of the earth is, is water, I'm pretty good, right? I said 25% of the earth has been discovered. So I'm close. It was only 5% off. I wasn't arguing with you. That was a whole bunch of math I didn't want to do on a Friday, Junior. All right. What was spun on the picker wheel was phone, ringtone, or vibrate? Vibrate you- all day long. I, I don't ever hit. The only time I, I flip my phone off of vibrate is, is if I get to one of those sites where it won't play the audio for a video unless you flip your stupid phone off of vibrate. Mm. The only time I have my phone off of vibrate is if I'm expecting a call or I'm on call, so to speak, for work. Yep, that used to be the same thing for me. If I was on call for work, um, I would I would have it so it was still like airplane mode, but have the setting so if the phone rang, it would still ring. But I wasn't getting the alerts and this and that. And, and I, uh, I used it- to I used to keep my phone on on ring before people's cell phone numbers became more accessible. When they first, when cell like the first five years that, you know, cell phones were accessible, companies were not allowed to have those numbers for right. any, for anything. Even if you entered it on a website, they were not allowed to, to have that number on file. So, but now with advanced telemarketing and, and uh, social media, and people finding your number in places and just randomly getting a hold of you. I mean, dude, I just had a conversation with some lady in Houston because she had the wrong number and she was, she thought she was contacting a friend of hers in North Carolina. One digit off. It ended up being me. And they're like, wait, are you in North Carolina? I'm like, well, yeah. And they, well, I got a question for you then. Cause you know, we're, I'm, I'm getting ready to take a vacation there. Where, where would you recommend? And I'm like, well, there's an Airbnb in Lake Lure. Yeah, and I wasn't I wasn't sure how to continue this kind con- I was but at the same time I was like, well, I can help out here. I said it really depends. Are you an ocean, a city, or a mountains person? And then they we like two days of conversation. And then I was like, okay, um, it was nice talking to you. And they're like, Oh, this is my name. And I literally responded back with, Yeah, I don't care. Have a great day. Um, I, I hope I was able to help. Like two days later, I got a I got a text message. Hey, how are you doing today? I was like, can you stop? So what happened is they looked up a North Carolina area code, smashed random buttons, pretended to have a friend, got you, tried to make a friend. And that's what really happened, I'm imagining. And I told him to fuck off. (laughs) I mean, understandable. Yeah, that's that's the thing for me. uh, I don't know what it is. Hate 
hearing ringtones, especially in the work environment, like when phones are going off. I work in a little bit of a, you know, an, an office where there's a lot of salesmen. They claim that they got to have the ringtone in every alert and every little thing on all the time. So they don't miss it because they don't want to lose out on money. Um, Zach, producer Zach, he has the loudest fucking phone and ringtone in the entire planet. And uh, I, I think we need to send him to an ENT guy to see you in this hearing. And Zach, if you have a hearing problem, I didn't know about it. We should talk about it. I'll help you, so, you know, raise here's money another, for a hearing aid. Here's another question. Does it annoy anybody when you hear uh, the default ringtone is somebody's ringtone? Yes. I'm like, you lazy bastard. If you're going to at least use your ringtone, use something that distinguishes it from somebody else's. Because there's plenty of other people, lazy bastards, that are all using, like, my work, my work phone is a Samsung, right? We are not allowed to change the ringtones on those phones. So it has to be the default. And if I was sitting there, like if I'm sitting working and I hear a, a default Samsung ringtone stand up, I'm checking my phone like every two minutes because somebody in the gas station's got their phone going off and I'm looking at mine. And of course it's default text tone. It's default ringtone. It's default alert tones. And so when you usually find somebody that has a default ringtone, you know their default text tone and default alert tones too. So theirs is constantly going off from social media or whatever it is. And I'm looking at my phone like every two minutes, setting down a register, stopping, moving cables, looking. I'm like, whose phone is on ring right now? And somebody raised, I'm like, can you do me a favor? Can you put it on vibrate? Mine has to be on and I have to have default settings. I don't know why. You use default for your phone, but it, could you please just put it on vibrate so I can stop checking my phone and getting back to work? I've had people like literally get mad, complain to the manager at the store and storm out. And they looked at me and they're like, well, that was interesting. I'm like, fuck them. <laughs> if you call me, I hate you. If you call me, leave a voicemail. I hate you more. Text me. No. Nope. See, here's the thing. I love being the guy that screens calls. Oh, you're calling me? Sweet. Set my phone down. I'll bypass it. You don't leave me a voicemail? You had no business calling me to begin with. You had nothing to talk to me about. You met you all you want to do is chit-chat. You know what I don't do? Chit-chat. You know what a phone is for? Be, besides like I mean, we're talking about the phone option, right? The phone option is to contact somebody else to pass along or exchange information. You want chit-chat? Send me a text. Send me a text. I probably won't respond to you, but you want chit-chat, don't call me. And if you're going to call me and you're not willing to leave a voicemail, let that be a lesson to you. Don't call me because you had nothing to tell me. I love leaving funny voicemails to people that I know, like buddies and stuff. They don't answer. I'm that guy that will just ramble on for at least three minutes just to see if you get to the end of it to Joseph. listen to the voicemail. Joseph used to call his mom. If we were like, if we were gone for like the weekend or she was at work all day, he would call his mom and she would have to let it go to voicemail. Either like if we were up in the mountains and she doesn't have signal, it would go to voicemail yep. or if she's at work, she can't answer it. So it goes to voicemail and he would hope that it would because he would leave like three to five minute long. Just he would just talk and just like make up stories and like just go on these these like wild he was a storyteller and we still have a couple of his voicemails saved 
after he passed that I found yeah. that I still had on my phone. I was like, oh, these are gold. <laughs> I do the same thing. I just love, and it's about really nothing or about the time we did this one thing. I, that's what I do. I don't, I, I just love it. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah. So we've, we've, we've got our pet peeves with our cell phones out. Let's, uh, let's spin another one. If it's a quick one, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it. If it's a long one, we'll save it for next week. Let's do the thing. Pickerwheel. Thanks, pickerwheel.com. We appreciate you. Oh, I feel like this could be a long one. I feel like we should at least research it. I mean, for me, I don't really have one. I'm not a big candy guy. Same here. So we can we let's let's get into this. Uh, Brandon, you shook your head like. No, I, I was agreeing with you. It sounds like somebody oh. should pull off. Yeah, because I don't even know yeah. what candy's been discontinued. I have candy so little. I don't know Same. what candy's been discontinued. Well, at least throw this, and if we spin another one that's better next week, we'll at least have favorite discontinued candy. Again, like, I mean, if, if, if it's a really good candy, I, I have to imagine. It wasn't like they took away the Mexican pizza for, you know what I mean? And then that was a, that was a thing, and I just had a Mexican pizza the other day just because I wanted to tell Toby that I had one. Can you do me a favor? Can you highlight Joseph's uh, comment real quick so I can address that? No, no. Next one up. Oh. Okay, this I can explain. Spends over an hour on video to chit-chat, says I don't chit-chat. So here's the thing. The reason I don't chit-chat over the phone is because I prefer face-to-face communication if I'm going to chit-chat or talk. Because I like to see people's reactions to what it is that I'm saying, and I like them to be able to see my reaction to what I'm saying. I can't do that over the phone. It's annoying to me. So if I've had people that are like, dude, can I FaceTime you? I'm like, absolutely. You can FaceTime me. I don't want to talk to you over the phone. I like to be able to, I, I like that. I like that personal connection where it's a conversation and I'm seeing the person I'm talking to. I could do either. I'm not scared. I'm not scared to do the chitty chat just with the phone, but I ain't scared, man. I ain't just scared. Don't like it. Just don't don't like it. So we got the candy on, uh, on at least a backup. Let's see what else we got. And if anybody oh, wants see, to submit one, I see you still have Kirk or Picard on there. You got to make sure you take that one off. Ever fought at a hockey game at the concession stand? This was this was put in today. It was worded a little different. I had I had word constraints, but um, you know only so many characters. Uh, this, this is a quick one. I, I've, I've never fought at any sporting event. I've never seen a fight at a sporting event. I've never seen anybody fight at a sporting event. The wild, even in the stands, and I go to a lot of hockey. I've I've never seen a fight either, but I will say this: the wildest experience and 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 um, feel environment I've been a part of for a sporting event has been a a fucking semi pro hockey team in Lincoln, Nebraska, called the Lincoln Stars. Those people were bigger fans for that little shitty ass team. Oh, and I don't no. mean shitty in a bad way. I mean there's like this little team oh, oh, no. out, outside of Lincoln, Nebraska. But they Bro, love their Lincoln Stars. The and less the less pro you go in hockey, the wilder and more rabid the fans are. Yeah, true. Yeah, got, I, mean, I mean, here you have the uh, the the Fayetteville Fire Ants. Bro, <laughs> I would much rather go to a Fayetteville Fire Ants hockey game than than the Hurricane. Well, first of all, nobody wants to go to the to the North Carolina Hurricanes game. I only go there if Chicago's playing. Um, but the Fire Ants, those guys are 
crazy. It's a much more exciting environment. It's like it's like the difference in environment um, between a pro football game and a college football game. Yep. Yeah, the environment's different, and you have probably in these smaller ones, at least I, I, I don't know hockey. Like, I didn't grow up playing hockey, whatever, but I know at least baseball. When you have, like, minor league teams, a lot of the talent is somewhat local. You know what I mean? So you have a lot more of the friends, potentially the family, and there's just something about, like, this is my team where, you know, you might be from, say, you know, New York and you're a big fan of, you know, the Buffalo Bills because they're from New York. So everybody in New York loves them. But you're only, you know, Bills Mafia for the most part when you're in the city of Buffalo. But I feel like if you're in that small town community where, you know, the Asheville Ants or whatever it was, everybody's there like that is my team. I'm local and I yeah. will fight, you know, when when the Savannah Bananas come to town. Yeah, like I love I love semi-pro hockey. I love beer league hockey. Um, yeah. For those of you that haven't seen it yet, um, Shorzy, which is a spinoff of Letterkenny, to see it. That is about essentially a senior men's like senior men's AAA hockey or something like that. And that's exactly kind of like the environment. There's not a lot of people that usually go, but the ones that do go, they are passionate about that about their team. I need, yeah, I desperately need to watch that. That's on my, uh, that's on my watch list. But um, yeah, that's all we got for you. That's our time. That's uh, that's our, our our hour of uh, of us getting able to hang out and have great conversations about whatever we feel like. And uh, as always, the viewers, we can't thank you enough. But Toby, Brandon, I appreciate you guys. Can't thank you enough. Producer Zach and Logan, you guys can suck it. Episode one forty two. That was good. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Thanks again, everybody, for watching this. We'll be back next week, next Tuesday, for Triple T. Episodes, I think Toby said it was like 87-ish last week. So we're going to go 88, but it's season two, episode 25, back here for episode 143. To the new viewers, Joseph, and uh, the other one, I can't remember. Thanks for engaging in the conversation, Joseph, by the way. Yeah. Sorry, man, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, yeah, the no. the first-time viewer, I love seeing stuff like that where they're literally wanting to be engaged in the conversation that helps out the show quite a bit it makes it more interesting for you the viewer it makes it more interesting for us as as the hosts yeah we feed off the comments and the views so uh so i gotta challenge everybody that you guys were really into this if you really liked it send it to somebody talk to somebody about it let's bring your free your one of your friends because if you like it they'll like it and then we'll see if we can get them to stick and we'll try not to mess with them too much Maybe a little. Either way, can't thank you enough. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, you guys have a good weekend, and uh, that's all I got for you. I'm going uh, to do the outro. Um, no. Bye. Bye.